Hello and welcome to this week's live interview. I am here with the amazing Manda Coolis, who is one of our visible members. Um, I we've only known each other maybe six weeks, and um, she came into my life and has been a blessing, and I've loved getting to know her. And so now I want to introduce her to my network and my community. So, Manda, introduce yourself and tell my audience a little bit about you. Hi, um, I'm Manda Coolis. As Chrissy said, I run the Exquisite Sessions, which is a luxury boudoir studio in Pensacola area of Florida. A um, little bit off to the, the east, but real close. <laughs> um, I've been a professional photographer for 17 years, um, so I consider myself an expert in the field. And um, yeah, we just got back to the Florida Panhandle and I'm going full steam ahead. We're building out a studio in our home um, through our garage so that it's a full one-stop shop. Um, and yeah, all of the sessions include hair and makeup, um, your pictures and editing and the whole whole gambit. So it's a, it's a really great opportunity to pamper yourself. I love this. And I'm going to get this name wrong. So everybody don't laugh. I I'm going to try to say it. Okay. Can you explain to my audience in case they don't really know what is boudoir photography? You That's get it right. right every time, but I know that you just think that you don't. <laughs> it's a mouthful and maybe yeah. it's meant to be. Yeah. Well, and every pronoun everybody pronounces it different, even in the boudoir community. I've heard photographers call it boudoir or like they'll just like they'll shorten it. So yeah. you can't get it wrong. It's a French <laughs> term, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so boudoir is really like the simplest way I know how to explain it is like Victoria's Secret shoots for everyday women. Um, the whole point, at least for me, is to show people that they rival what they see in the media. Um, we're, we're so um, just like overwhelmed with um, images and uh, media that tells us like, well, these people have their stuff together, uh, but you don't. Yeah. <laughs> and so I love to be able to show people that with the same team, with a photographer who knows what they're doing, with a makeup artist who knows what they're doing, with wardrobe that flatters, like all of those key components when it's applied to anybody, they're gonna have the same results. And so they they are equal to what they see instead of this constant idea that we're not enough or that we don't measure up. So when women like, cause I think there's some probably controversy about this. When women want to do a shoot, I think a lot of times they think in their head, I want to do this for my partner. Mm -hmm. But in Absolutely. reality, we should be doing this for ourselves. Yes. 100%. I always tell people, I'm like, Anybody who gets to see these after you're done is blessed, <laughs> right. but it shouldn't be a requirement. Um, I know. So I've, I've done personal sessions. I've hired other photographers. I've done this seven times myself because not only is it important for me to also get that feedback, but it's also important for me to remember how vulnerable and uncomfortable it is to be on the other side of the lens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but the first couple that I did, I definitely did those for my partner because I was like, I, I want this to be something that you can remember and see me in a different light because I mean, nine times out of 10, it's a messy bun and sweatpants <laughs> because who has time? <laughs> exactly. Um, but 
it was it was really interesting to me when I gave him his first like set of images that I'd done. He was like, now you see how I see you all the time. And I was like, I call bullshit. Ever. I was just like, how do you see that fully made up like and sexy and coy and flirtatious all the time when I literally feel like a potato all the time. <laughs> And like, that was kind of like the jump start. I, I got to see what happens when you see yourself in that light, when you have other people like, yeah, I knew that was there. And you're like, what? No, that's not me. And they're like, yeah, that is you. <laughs> so to have that feedback, to have that, um, oh, what's the word? Um, confirmation, really. Mm -hmm that you are desirable and that you are special and that while you may not see it every day that you look in the mirror, everybody else does. Yeah. I love that. So I would imagine I've never done one myself, but I would imagine that you get so much confidence after yeah. you do something like this. Yeah. It's uncomfortable, right? Nine times out of 10, the texts that I get like the next day or the feedback that I get back is just like, I felt like a rock star. And I tell people all the time, like, take advantage of the hair and makeup, go out for dinner, go get drinks, go do something for yourself that makes you feel powerful on top of what you just did. Because yeah. right now you're on a high and you should ride that high as long as you possibly can. Um, and so I've, I've had clients that go out for a girl's night and just go to a bar. I've had girls that you know, decide that they're going to go out for dinner with their partner. Like there's so many different things that you can do afterwards. But the one thing that I hear over and over and over again is that a session like this is a catalyst. It's the start of the journey. And I feel like a lot of people, because they finally get a chance to see that version of themselves, they're like, so that's in me all the time. So how do I get that feeling? How do I keep that going? Yeah. And a lot of people, like, I, I think the most rewarding thing is having our, our VIP group on Facebook. It's a private group. So anything you say in there doesn't get shared. It can't be seen publicly, but the vulnerability and the stories that we see in there of people just like everything from fighting against purity culture and the shame and guilt and all of that to, my parents were really, they didn't think that they were being abusive, but they were abusive. And like, literally like just so many things that they work through because they feel like they have worth. Because when it comes down to it, literally all of our problems, <laughs> and I'm learning this in therapy for myself, so I feel like I can say it, yeah. um, is that everything comes down to our worth. We don't do things because we don't think we're worthy. We don't accept certain compliments because we don't think we're worthy. And so to have that, that environment where it's like, we're going to start that conversation. We're going to get you thinking maybe you are worthy to get to you to the point where you can say, I am worthy because I exist, period. I love that. I love that so, so much, so much. So let's talk about the uncomfortable because you in your life, um, you you were uncomfortable, not not that you want to be uncomfortable, yeah. but you are uncomfortable, but you still push through things mm -hmm. and do things. Um, so let's talk about that, you know, the correlation, obviously, of you doing uncomfortable things, but also asking other people to take a chance on themselves and do something uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like it's a little weird because I, I 
personally don't think I have a choice <laughs> to push through. Um, but I know that's not true. I know a lot of people get hit in the face and in the <laughs> in the stomach with all kinds of awful chronic illnesses. But I made a decision when I was diagnosed um, with MS in 2011. I was like, I can either let this take me and I can like just succumb to whatever this disease brings. Or I can say, you know what, I'm going to give it all I've got every day that I get because my time is limited. I don't know, like, it's a lot better now. But you know, a decade ago, they're like, it's not a death sentence, but it's not a great life. So you got a you got a road ahead of you. Yeah. And I made the decision in that moment, I was like, I will not be a victim. I will be a survival a survivor. I will be a warrior. I will keep fighting. And I am uncomfortable like all the time. And we talk about this in chronic illness communities. Like what my normal is, is nowhere near what normal normal is. Mm-hmm. And so I am uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable in my body. I'm uncomfortable, especially because I don't have a lot of control over it. Um, steroid infusions usually cause about 20 to 30 pounds of weight gain. So I fluctuate all over the place. And I feel like I'm in this constant battle against my own brain of accepting the body, the form that I'm in right now, because it can change mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and it's different from yesterday. It's different from a week ago. Um, and like, there's small things that like I see on the, on the normal that I don't think a lot of people think about on a constant basis. And when I bring it to the forefront, I'm like, I'm inviting you to be uncomfortable with me, but to fight through that uncomfort, that uncomfort because, or discomfort. Yeah. That one. (laughs) Um, Because the truth of the matter is that there's not going to be a part of our lives where we're not dealing with something that's not fun. And so if we can learn to fight back on those smaller things, then I feel like when it hits the fan and things get really ugly, we have a little bit more tenacity and a little bit more fight in us to get through it. I love that. I love that. So, so true. (laughs) So true. So if someone is wanting to do a boudoir photo shoot, um, what are some things that they should look for in a boudoir? I'm going to really get this word down, Pat, as many times as I'm saying A boudoir (laughs) photographer. So I think the most important, like number one, is style. Um, When you're looking through portfolios, you should you should have this feeling of like I want to see myself like that. I would put that on the wall if that was me. That kind of emotion that you can tie to it, like, and nothing says that you have to put it on the wall. That's not everybody's style, and that's okay. But mm-hmm. there are there's photographers like me who shoot a little bit more sultry and dark and moody. I want to elicit emotion with my work, and then there's photographers who sit more on the glamour side, and there's still emotion being evoked there, but it's different. And so you want to look at the portfolio of the photographer, and you want to look at their reviews. You want to look at their presence online and see if you can find a connection with them. I talk about everything from, um, again, purity culture to body dysmorphia to body neutrality. Um, And I cover all these different bases because I want people to see that, like, I'm not just going to throw you in front of the camera, be like, be sexy, click, 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 because that's what everybody thinks is going to happen. They're like, I'm going to I'm going to biff this so bad. And I'm like, no, no, no. 
I will literally tell you how to breathe. (laughs) Every single facet of this, you are not left on your own. Um, Besides portfolio and like finding a style that resonates with you, it's really important to kind of see what their standards and their ethics are. Um, A couple years back, there was a whole snafu with the Bedouin community where a couple of photographers were outed for abusive behavior and unethical behavior. And so it's always important to me that people understand that not everybody is in this for the right reasons. Um, And Honestly, there's not a surefire way to know, but it's important that you sit down with that photographer that you're considering before you get in front of their camera. Um, I always require some sort of meeting, whether it's via Zoom or an in-person consultation where I, I buy them coffee or dessert or something, because I want them to know that they're safe with me. And I also want them to have an idea of who I am before we ever step foot in the studio. Um, it's it's easy to put on a face, but like I invite my clients, I'm like, friend me on Facebook, friend me on Instagram. Like you, my life is an open book because I have nothing to hide. Yeah. Um, and I will say like, it's very rare that you'll run into people who aren't in it for the right reasons, but the way they talk about their clients, the way that they talk to you, it matters. Right. You know, there's small things that happen during the session. Like I've learned across, like for a long time, I never, ever, ever criticize or critique my client. If I don't like what I shot, that's my fault. (laughs) And so my, my, my thought process when I'm speaking, when I'm taking pictures, I'm like, "Hmm, I think I want to light that differently. That's on me. I'm taking responsibility because I'm the one that posed you that way. So if I take a bad picture, that's my fault. It's not your fault. I'm not going to be like, Oh, not a great angle for you. And then continue because that's just going to bring that energy down. And it's going to create that insecurity even further. It's like, yeah, I went and did a bedoir session, but she like totally was rude and mean to me. <laughs> well, and I think as the subject, you're sitting there probably going, if somebody said that, you'd be like, oh God, what's wrong with me? What's yeah. Or am I doing am everything? Wrong? Like, yeah, because I'm not attractive, you know? So mm-hmm. we start telling ourselves all these lies, right? These yeah. stories that our mean exactly. girl loves us to tell ourselves. So yeah, I can totally see that. But I love that you make that little tweak. Yeah. That's so important. It's vital. It is yeah. absolutely vital. Especially when you're in a vulnerable situation yeah. and you're stressed already. Yeah. It's like, ooh, uh, let's try something different. It's like, yeah. mm, <laughs> let's not feed into the narrative that's already in their head. Okay. <laughs> so true. So true. So you ha- you're building a studio in your yeah. home, right? Let's talk yeah. about that. That's exciting. Yeah. So honestly, everybody knows real estate is insane right now, <laughs> no matter where you're at. Um, but legitimately there's something about opening up my home to somebody that I, I do feel like adds a level of comfort. There is something to be said for like a brick and mortar space that is outside of the home, but there's also something to be said for having not only my comfort level, cause if I need anything, I know exactly where to go get it. Right. But also like knowing like if, if anything happens, we're in a safe environment, I don't have to worry about something, somebody walking into my space because they're not sure if it's an appointment only space. Like you don't just walk into somebody's house, right. that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, we're actually, we're going to seal the concrete floor so that I get that really shiny reflective that I love so much. Um, and then 
it's going to be one space. So one big room instead of kind of spread out. Um, and I've worked out of my home studio since the beginning of my career. Um, the only thing I ever didn't shoot in my house was usually like family sessions and weddings. Yeah. Um, cause I don't even want to know what it would be like to try to shoot a wedding in your own home. <laughs> exactly. You better have a big old like mansion. Yeah, exactly. But like when I was doing newborns, it was out of the home. When I was doing maternity, it was usually out of the home or on the beach. Um, and so like, it's always been a comfort thing for me too, just to be like, yeah, if I want to change something, I don't have to go anywhere. I can literally go into the other room and fix it. Um, yeah. And I don't have to worry about forgetting things. Um, a couple of years ago, they put me on a medication called Topamax, which makes you dumb as a box of rocks. And there were times that I would get somewhere and be like, I have all my gear, but I don't have any memory cards. Hey, babe, can you bring me some memory cards and stuff like that? And so like, I don't have to stress about that. And I know you don't have to if you're in a studio and that's where all your stuff is. Right. Is posted, but I don't have the chance to forget something. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm really excited about it. We've got a lot of big plans. We're going to be building some um, mobile walls so that we have everything from brick and industrial to soft and ethereal. Um, And it'll give us a lot more opportunity to change things up. So it's it's always important to me that people don't get the exact same images because I'm not a volume studio. Um, your experience should be different than the experience of the person that was before you, um, at least for my business. I know that's not the case for everybody. And there's room for that because there's there's millions of people on this planet and I can't possibly serve them all. So yeah. there's definitely room for all the different models, all the different price points. You just have to find what works for you. So I know that I've heard people say this, even for like a brand photo shoot or family photos. What do you say to the person who is like, my body's not quite where I want it to be to do this yet? That is honestly probably the number one objection is just like, I want to lose 10 pounds first, or I want to go get some Botox first, or there's so many things that we can do to alter our bodies. But the, the, professional who knows what they're doing knows exactly how to pose you so that the things that you're self-conscious about are not at the forefront. Um, so like, for example, um, I know a lot of people struggle with the, that space that we have right between our ribs and our shoulder blades. Mm -hmm. When you lay somebody down, if you place their elbow just right, it's not in the photo. You can't see that crease. All of us have it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we all want to see it. And that's okay. Um, I think that there is a place where we can come to a body acceptance while also acknowledging like, I don't love that, but I respect it. It's part of my body. It is what it is. Um, And I think that's the hardest thing, especially with the body positivity movement Mm -hmm. is that it's no, love yourself as you are as complete. And it's like, it's not that easy. Um, and my goal for people is just to help them get to a place of body neutrality where it's like, this is my form. It's fine. It's great. I'm going to accept it. But at the same time, I'm also not going to be like, oh, hey, you're worried about your tummy. Let's go ahead and put you in a two piece. I'm going to have you stick your stomach out as far as possible. (laughs) Like we're not going to bring focus to that. We're going to, we're going to find ways to make you comfortable because wardrobe plays into that so much. And so like the first thing I tell, like a lot of the times I get moms 
that are worried about the mom pooch. I'm like, let's look at bodysuits. That'll give you a little bit of coverage. And there's a lot of playfulness that we can put in that, but you'll still feel sexy. Um, and like looking at high-waisted underwear with like a long line bra gives you, it gives you more um, variety than just being like, well, you have to wear this specific type of clothing. Right. I think a lot of people also assume that they have to wear lingerie for this kind of session. And you don't. I had a gal just a couple of weeks ago where she did a t-shirt and we knotted it in the front and a pair of undies and she brought her husband's guitar. And that was about half of her session. It was super cute. That's it so cute. It doesn't have to be this like next level of, of like almost erotica. It can be sweet and soft. Um, it's It comes down to what does that look like for you? What do you need? I love that. And I'm assuming like when you get, this is one of the reasons you do a consultation to kind of see what their creativity is, what their ideas are. And then you put your creativity in there too. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. So I think it's amazing that you have this free group because it's a great way for people to kind of get to know you before they make that call. Amanda, I think I'm ready. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the free group and how they can find out more about that. Um, so it is free, um, 100%. Um, it's right now we're sitting at about 400 members and it's pretty active. Um, what I love about this group is it offers a space for you to work through some of your body image issues with other people who are also working through those things. And it takes so many different forms. You'll see everybody from models that have worked with me to people who probably wouldn't even dream of it. But at the end of the day, it's not about whether or not you work with me. I love it when you work with me. But that group offers a space where you can have those moments where you can be like, I had a growth moment today. Like I took a selfie and I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I posted it anyway because it was real. Or, you know, like I had a I had a hard time with eating today. A lot of people that follow me know that I struggle with food. Um to like food aversion is real bad over here. Um, and so it's a celebration when I find something that doesn't hurt <laughs> and I'll go in there and be like, Hey, like I ate this today and it was awesome. And it was super filling. I encourage you to eat because half of that battle, half of that body image battle is feeding yourself because people like mm -hmm. get hung up on calories or they get hung up on, well, is this healthy? It's like, are you nourished? That's what we're going for here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just having an environment where, you know, if you are having a bad day too, you can be like, I tried on this outfit and I don't know how I feel about it. Can I get some feedback? And people can pop on there and be like, oh my God, it's amazing. Like, look at this aspect, look at this aspect. Um, and even if it's not the best outfit, it's always kind. There is, there's no room for I'm fat, I'm ugly, you're fat, you're ugly, any of that energy. We don't allow it in there. It's, it's all about not toxic positivity, but it's about building each other up and I saying there's more to this than you're seeing right now. Empowerment. Yes. Love that. Love that. So if somebody wanted to work with you, what, how could they do that? Besides, so, I mean, obviously join the free group, but yeah, absolutely. So, um, I have a contact form on my website. All of the information is already laid out there. So pricing, um, what you can learn about me, my story, how I got here. 
Um, and you're more than welcome to fill out that contact form and get the basic information, but you're also welcome to email me. Um, you can either do that at manda.coolis at gmail.com or info at exquisitesessions.com. It all goes to the same place, so I don't care. <laughs> um, you're welcome to call me, text me. Um, I know a lot of people in my generation are like, please, for the love of God, don't call me. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't care. If you want to call, you can call um, right. or you can text. Like I'm, I'm open because I know communication styles are so varying and yeah. I want to be accessible. So if you're going to feel more comfortable texting me, then I'll text back. Um, and then once um, we start chatting, you look at like what kind of collection you're interested in. All of my packages are all inclusive. So that means that when you purchase a collection, you get what you see in that collection, plus your session, plus your hair and makeup. It's not set up where you pay a session fee and then you pick a collection. Um, mostly because I hate sales, <laughs> like most of us. <laughs> um, so I'd rather just be like, here's your choices. Let me know what you want. Right. And most of the time that works out better because it gives a little bit less of that anxiety of like, oh, I got to figure something out. I don't know what I want. It's like, oh, okay. I don't need that much. So I'll go this route. Or I want to go all in and get video and do like the whole thing. Let's go big. You have those options. I love that. So, so good. So what's your website? Um, it's www.exquisitesessions.com. Um, that's E-X-Q-U-I-S-I-T-E um, because I have a penchant for business names that are hard to spell. Um, <laughs> I've literally done it to myself every single time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, what seems crazy. difficult? Let's go for that. But the good news is that nobody else has the name. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm dropping it in the chat too. So if oh, anybody's perfect. watching, wants it. Um, and then once we get done, um, Amanda will can give us the link for the free community too. So you can join that, get to know her a little bit more, get comfortable and um, maybe book your first or second or third or fourth or fifth session. You never know. <laughs> I have some that are up to their seventh and I love it because they're just like every single time is so wildly different and I get to watch them grow as a human and see how much more confident they are every time. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. And I, I think it's kind of fun too, to even see how we age gracefully. Yeah. Because like, I do think we age gracefully if we say we do. Right. Um, and we believe that. So I think that's really cool too. And that, you know, we can be hot at 70. We can be hot at 25, right? We can be hot at both. So exactly. it's, it's all in that mindset. So I love that so, so much. All right. Any th last thing that you want to leave with my audience before we go? Uh, no, I think we covered a lot of awesome topics. And I think that, yeah, I just, I'm excited to see who comes across my path because whether or not it's a session or it's just being a part of the community, you'll be better for it and I'll be better for it. I love that. I love that. Make sure you connect with Manda. Check out her free group. We'll drop the link here in a minute. And if you can't figure out how to find her, message me and I'll make sure that I get you guys connected. Manda, thank you so much for coming on and sharing and enlightening us and teaching us. Um, this was amazing. And let's all go do something uncomfortable today because you know what? That's how we grow. That's how we become more confident. So let's all just make a pact to do something uncomfortable today. Drop it in the chat if you're going to do something uncomfortable today and tell us what it is. Thank you. Bye.